It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Joined now by Representative David Kustoff from Tennessee's 8th District, Democrats in Congress, actively working along with a commission uh, ordered by executive order by, by President Biden to review court packing. Now, we've seen this play before. It began in 1937, failed ultimately in 1940 when Judge John Knox stood up, a Democrat on his way to the Supreme Court, stood up to FDR, who with the most radical and the largest majority in Congress on the left, could not get his radical processes through his policies and his legislative agenda. Where are they today? Again, the lessons of Chile and the parallels to what the Democrats want to do today, this takeover of our judicial system. How far does it go? Can Republicans stand up to it? Is there a way for them to stand up to it? Well, Representative Kustoff, those are just some of the questions being asked by this audience. So on their behalf, first question, is there anything the Republicans can do against the Democrats who want to pack the Supreme Court? Yeah, David. Well, good morning. Yeah, I think there there are a couple of things we can do. One is we've got to do a really good job of educating the American public and getting past the the mainstream media about uh, historically why we have nine justices, the importance of the tradition of keeping nine justices, the importance of having a completely uh, independent judicial branch not threatened by um, by court packing that's the first thing and then the second thing on the on the voting I mean obviously you know you're talking about you're talking about efforts in the House of Representatives and in the United States Senate well before we get to the Senate let's let's set the stage for the for the house so right now right now in the House of Representatives there are five vacancies. There are 218 Democratic congressmen, 212 Republican congressmen, again, five vacancies. And as we all know from, from civics, the majority in the House of Representatives is 218. So they are – the Dems are right there on the margins. And so to me, the, the importance of it is is that I've got to believe, and I'd like to believe, and I think people listening would like to believe – that there are some moderate Democrats that believe in the importance of the tradition, believe in the importance of the independent judiciary, uh, and, and realize that this is a very dangerous game that the Democratic leadership is talking about and proposing. Uh, again, going back to Gerald Nadler, who's chairman of the Judiciary Committee. The second thing is is the Senate. And we all know right now that that it's 50-50, 50 Democrats, 50 Republicans. And if there's a tie, the vice president breaks it. So the whole issue is on a on a vote like this, will the Democrats get rid of, will they blow up the filibuster? If the answer is no, then, then it won't go anywhere because we know it takes 60 votes. If the answer is yes, and it could be yes – then uh, then it's really trying to make sure that all 50 Republicans hold the line, which I think they will, and making sure that uh, that uh, Joe Manchin or, or Senator Sinema 
will also hold the line and not and not and not buck uh, to uh, Nadler's whims. Yeah, that all sounds you know great, accurate in how the system often works. Here's the rub or the quirk in this. Those in control, those able to drive the votes on the left, don't have the same approach you just outlined. They have a goal. The goal is to win. And, you know, this, I don't know if I want to call it a pretense, but this this hope by many up there inside the Beltway that this is how it will play out is not enough. Fact is, they've been able to advance radical agendas, even when Democrat majority would not seem to be for it or the farce in polling that says it's not really supported by the American people and even 51 percent of Democrats or 60 percent of Democrats. In the end, it's what they get done. And they have been very effective. So it's understandable that there's a great deal of concern about how to stop the Democrats. No doubt, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But again, I think it, it falls to it falls to me, okay, because I'm one of 435 to to talk about this to my constituents. You know, I, I, when I go back home and I represent part of Memphis, Tennessee, and then um, a large part of West Tennessee, the very first time, David, they may hear about this is from me. <laughs> They're not going to hear about it from CNN. They're not going to hear about it from MSNBC, the the, the other side. So the, the very first time they get the facts may be from me. And so it's incumbent not only on, on me, but every other member of Congress to, to really go back home and talk about the, the importance of keeping the Supreme Court at nine. I mean, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. I'm a former United States attorney confirmed by the by the Senate. Uh, I think we all know that, that keeping those nine justices at nine, we, we don't want to turn into Venezuela. I mean, you know, we, well, we let's say the Republicans took those seats and changed the House, and we don't know what will happen in the Senate. As you said, it's a 50-50 tie. Let's just say the Republicans, for some, uh, it, you know, during the 2022 elections, take the House, and let's assume that they even take the Senate. If the Republicans do this, are the Republicans willing to fight to pass a bill to protect the Supreme Court where it stands, even though that number is not stated in the Constitution at nine or any number? Are they even willing to engage in the fight to bring that out even more to the public? And I, you know, I stand with the Constitution. And I understand why it's not stated, because it's left to the other two branches, these co-equal branches, to keep that natural tension. But would the Republicans fight against the Democrats openly or just sit and do press conferences and occasional shows to say we object to this? Yeah, I think we've got to. And, and, you know, to your point, that's why I signed on last week. Dusty Johnson, who's a congressman from South Dakota, has a resolution which which does exactly what you just said. It proposes an amendment to the Constitution to keep the keep the justices at nine. Now, you know, to do that, we're going to have to take the House and the Senate back. Uh, and I'm just being very practical because I, I can have the best resolution. Dusty Johnson's got one that makes perfect sense. 
But unless the Speaker of the House agrees to have a vote on it, it doesn't matter. So you're right, and I think we do have to. I think we do have to do that, and make that amendment to the Constitution, uh, because we know that when we're not in power, that the other side's going to try to do exactly exactly that. So we'll take the House back in in 2022. I suspect that this will come up, but then the issue will be the United States Senate. I'd like to see it. I guess we'll have to wait on that one. Uh, other issues going on on the Hill, uh, you and your various working committees and caucuses, uh, Democrats are moving their agenda forward. You know, I, I don't want to sound dis, I don't know, disgruntled or maybe that's a term for it for a talk shows at times. Uh, but I don't see the fight coming from the Republican leadership. I, I, I see Kevin McCarthy on television this morning walking carefully with the calm words of almost a political consultant when talking about, say, Maxine Waters and censure, which we know would never go through. Nancy Pelosi's not going to do that to her gal pal. But then we don't see areas where the Republican leadership can challenge in court and you as someone who understands this process unconstitutional actions by the Biden administration, children in detention, contrary to regulations, in violation of regulations, outright more than 72 hours, areas where the Republicans could openly challenge the administration. It's not happening. And I've heard from congressman after congressman for weeks now that it's coming. When is it going to happen? Well, I I take two points because these are two Two really important issues and two timely issues right now. One is one that you just talked about, which is the border. And that is something that in the House we're challenging the Biden administration on each and every day. And and But how is that challenge being issues. carried out? The the erudite debate among politicians doesn't work. The court system is a mechanism for action. We've seen the state's attorney general step up on a number of issues. But yet out of the House, we have seen nothing from the leadership from a legal standpoint, a law, a legal challenge to actual violations of existing law by the Biden administration. Uh, Some will be legal challenges uh, from from the House of Representatives. Some will be from state attorney generals. And we've got some very active and aggressive state attorney generals. The other, which you're going to hear a lot about. I think over the next 24 hours, because uh, we're likely tomorrow to have a vote in the House of Representatives to make Washington D.C. the 51st state. And so, if you if you play this out with me for just a moment, let's say that we do have that vote tomorrow, and it goes along party lines, where every Democrat or just about every Democrat votes to have Washington D.C. as the 51st state. Every Republican vote against it, which that'll be the case, then the issue is, what, if anything, does the United States Senate do, and what legal challenges are out there, what exists to challenge the the legality or the constitutionality of making Washington, D.C. the 51st state? I know those efforts, I'm just telling you firsthand, I know those efforts are going on right now. I know the legal challenges are being thought through and 
proposed by a number of different entities if, in fact, that becomes a reality. In other words, if it passes the House and if it passes the United States Senate. Well, look, I'll, I'll follow that one. As you said, there's a vote coming. Uh, I still have not received any or seen, rather, any action, whether it's related to immigration, let's use even the detention of unaccompanied minors as a clear violation of law. And for weeks, I have been asking your fellow House of Representative members on the Republican side when they're going to actually take action, when the leadership under Kevin McCarthy will take action. And, and we have seen zero And these are things that can be done based on existing law and violations by the Biden administration. And it's just not happening. So I think you can understand the frustration when, you know, people say, what is it? When is it? Well, I I do understand that. And, you know, with the administration, uh, they they make the decision on what happens at the border obviously from the administration. But they don't make the decisions on what Republican leadership can do from a legal challenge standpoint. This is this is the frustration that the leadership in the House has. And I've talked with attorneys about this, constitutional attorneys, congressional experts who said that there is a path for the House for the House minority, for Kevin McCarthy and the leadership to file suit against the Biden administration. And over a hundred days in, zero has been filed. Yeah, I think you, I think you will see those legal challenges. But I'll, I'll, I'll turn it around just just for a moment. Uh, this is now Biden's crisis. I mean, you know, he's he doesn't he's, care. Biden doesn't he, care if it's his crisis or not. They call it other things in press briefings. The you know, the very Kamala Harris, the sheriff of the border is absent for 28 days or going into 29 days. So rather than Biden, what will the Republicans I, do? It's been 100 days. I agree with you. Now, if if you uh, if you agree that the American people care about this issue, which I think you do, and that they care passionately about this issue, what do you think that Republicans will do come November of 22 on this issue on the campaign trail. We're going to point it right back. I think between now and then, the Republicans may be punished when Republicans get sick of hearing from elected officials that next time we're going to do something about it on a daily basis. And in this morning's report, 100 girls move out of one center, foster homes in California, already overburdened, being asked to take in unaccompanied minors, illegal alien children. All these issues are playing out today. we don't have till 2022 to challenge the Biden administration, Representative Kustoff. I'm out of time here. Look, this this is a difficult time for Americans. They're paying the price. Republican leadership, sir, needs to stand up. And I appreciate you coming on. I'll watch for the next 48 hours and see what happens with the issues we've also discussed. Thank you. Well, Republicans are fighting these issues hard and we'll continue to, to advocate and, and where we need to, we'll file the appropriate legal challenges. And I do appreciate very much you having me on this morning. I do appreciate you coming on. These are tough subjects. We need to take action. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much.
You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.